How could a book of the Bible that talks so heavily about the future be relevant to us today? While it's interesting to read Revelation and learn about the end times and all that follow, we may be inclined to think, because this is about future events, it's not practical for me today. But is that really the case? Let's find out in this episode of Foreshadows Report. Welcome to Foreshadows Report, a podcast in which we keep watch and find hope as we explore the prophecies God has given to us in the Bible. This is Steve Miller, and in this episode, I'd like to share about eight different ways the book of Revelation applies to us right now. If you're familiar with Revelation, you know that from chapter 4 to the end, it's all about the future, which makes it easy to think this is mostly for our information only. But even as we read about the future events described in Revelation, we discover there's a lot of practical application for us right now, and that's our focus in this episode. The book of Revelation really does offer a lot of help for us today. Every single chapter has practical applications useful for daily life. The fact this book is practical is confirmed right at the start in Revelation chapter 1 verse 3. Here we read, Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear and who keep what is written in it. Notice how the Apostle John ended the verse. He said, Blessed are those who keep what is written in it. To keep refers to obedience. It means to take the message to heart and let it shape our lives. This is the same as the call in James 1.22 for us to be doers of the word and not hearers only. If God expects us to obey what is found in Revelation, That's a clear clue that the book is practical. Now, it's not too hard for us to figure out the practical applications in Revelation chapters 2 and 3. In those seven letters that Christ wrote to the seven churches in Asia, he gives many praises and rebukes that applied not only to those churches, but for Christians all through the ages, including today. He told these believers what they were doing right, and what they were doing wrong. And as we read these instructions, we learn a lot about how Christ wants us to live. But what about the future events described in Revelation? All the information found in chapters 4 through 22. In chapters 4 and 5, we are taken up to God's throne room in heaven. In chapters 6 through 19, we are given a bird's eye view of the entire tribulation all of which will happen in the future. And because of the rapture, we won't even be here during the tribulation. Then in chapter 19, we read about the second coming. Chapter 20 tells us about the millennial kingdom, when Christ will reign here on earth. And chapters 21 and 22 take us much further into the future, with details about the new heavens and new earth. And Revelation ends, by describing what life will be like in eternity. So again, all this teaching about the future might not seem practical. But if we look carefully, we'll see that it is. 
we're going to look at eight ways that we can take these chapters to heart and let them shape our lives. And incidentally, we can definitely come up with more than eight, but we'll start with these, and let's see how our lives can be shaped even now as we read Revelation. First, our confidence in God grows as we realize His ability to keep His promises. We who are alive today have the privilege of looking back through the ages and seeing that many prophecies have already been fulfilled. As we look to the first coming of Jesus, we see that more than 100 prophecies came to pass in relation to that alone. Many other prophecies have also been fulfilled. Prophecies about the people of Israel, about the idolatrous nations that surrounded Israel, and about how the temple in Jerusalem would one day be destroyed, and more. And there are still hundreds of other prophecies yet to be fulfilled. The fact that God has kept every single one of His promises about the past lets us know that we can be confident that He will fulfill every single one of His promises that is still future. This means we have a God who follows through. He does what He says He will do. And that should give us an unshakable confidence in Him. Whenever fear or doubt strikes, taking the time to remember God's perfect track record in the past can fill our hearts with peace about the future. So God's ability to keep His promises is a source of confidence for us. Second, our trust in Scripture is strengthened as we see the certainty of fulfilled prophecy. Every time the Bible tells about a prophecy that has been fulfilled, we are being told, you can trust what the Bible says. Whenever we face difficult circumstances where we don't understand what is going on in our lives, it helps to remember this. The God who keeps His prophetic promises is also a God who keeps His personal promises to you. Remembering this will strengthen your trust in what the Bible says about God's care for you. Third, we gain an eternal perspective as we realize that earth is temporary and heaven is forever. If there is one thing we can learn from the book of Revelation, it's that the earth we live on is falling apart and things will only get worse. The things of this world will not last, only the things of heaven will. And that is why Paul tells us in Colossians 3, verses 1 and 2, Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. And the book of Revelation encourages us to do that. It encourages us to develop an internal perspective and to keep our eyes on the finish line. Fourth, we are motivated to purity as we recognize God's hatred for sin. As we read about all the judgments that God will pour out during the tribulation, we want to remember that God is a righteous judge. And for this reason, He hates sin, which means we should too. Sin has serious consequences. It will always have a destructive effect on our lives. And sin also impairs our relationship with God Himself. So as we see the seriousness of sin, we become more aware of why it's so important for us to pursue purity. 1 John 3.3 3 says that everyone who hopes in Christ purifies himself as Christ is pure. So as we see God's hatred of sin poured out in judgment during the tribulation, we should be motivated to grow in holiness. Fifth, 
We recognize the urgency of sharing the gospel with the lost before time runs out. As we read about the judgments of the future, and because we have no idea when Christ will return, we should not hesitate to share the gospel with unbelievers. Every day that goes by brings us one day closer to the rapture and the tribulation. Once the tribulation begins, judgment will come. Time is running out. May we use it while we can. Sixth, the fact that evil will keep getting worse encourages us to live as salt and light. Ephesians 5.16 urges us to redeem the time because the days are evil. In Philippians 2.15, Paul wrote, Be blameless and innocent, children of God without blemish, in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world. As we notice culture growing darker, may we be motivated to shine brighter. Seventh, our worship of God grows deeper as we see His power and wisdom on display. In every single prophecy, both past and future, we see God's power and wisdom in action. When it comes to God's power, the fulfillment of past prophecies makes it clear that He is the one in control. And in the future prophecies recorded in Revelation, we see that it's God who will run the show, not the Antichrist or Satan. God will triumph in the end, because the outcome has already been determined. God's wisdom is also on display in Revelation. As we watch future events unfold, we get a glimpse of just how widely God has laid out His plans and purposes. He has orchestrated everything so that His master plan for all time will be fulfilled. And that is possible only because He is perfectly wise. As we read Revelation, we see God's power and wisdom in action. And our natural response to that should be one of worship. We should grow in our reverence for just how great He is. And eighth, as we read the book of Revelation, we are filled with hope because we know the end of the story. Things don't look good in our world, and Revelation says they'll get worse. Can you imagine the anxiety we would have if we didn't know the end of the story? But we do know. Sin and wickedness will be punished, and God will prevail. No matter how dark our world gets, we don't need to worry. A new dawn is coming, and it will last for all eternity. So as we read Revelation, our confidence in God grows, our trust in Scripture deepens, we gain more of an eternal perspective, we are motivated to purity, we recognize the urgency of sharing the gospel, we are encouraged to live as salt and light, our worship of God grows deeper, and we are filled with hope. These are eight ways that Scripture's teachings about the future can shape our lives today. And as I mentioned earlier, I'm sure we can come up with more. But these eight give us a great start at realizing just how practical Revelation can be. So when you read Revelation, remember the exhortation in chapter 1, verse 3, to keep what is written in it. Ask yourself, how can I let this passage shape the way I go through my day? How can I learn and obey? Romans 12.1 urges us to be transformed by the renewal of your mind. It is God's word that renews our mind. 
So how can we let Revelation, the final book in the Bible, renew our minds so that it affects everything we do? As we search for ways to keep what is written in the book of Revelation, we are promised that we will be blessed. Through all this, we will learn to view Bible prophecy in a different way. It's not just for our information only, but for shaping how we live. Thank you for joining me for Foreshadows Report. My hope is that this episode has given you a greater appreciation for how practical Revelation is. From now on, whenever you read Bible prophecy, may you look at it through the lens of not only what can I learn, but how can I let this change me? If you found yourself encouraged by these podcasts, I hope you'll share about them with others. To find out about my other episodes, you can go to my website, stevemillerresources.com. You'll find all my Foreshadows Report podcasts listed there. That's at stevemillerresources.com. That's also where you can find out how to order copies of my book, Foreshadows. At my website, you'll find links to several different online retailers who carry the book. And finally, in closing, I want to thank Harvest House Publishers. They've made this podcast possible. And if you'd like to find out about other excellent prophecy resources available through Harvest House Publishers, you can do so by going to their website, HarvestProphecyHQ.com. That's HarvestProphecyHQ.com. Thank you again for joining me today.